cheek. Hello, hello, and happy new year. Thank you for tuning in, and I apologize for the delay. I'll explain in the upcoming episode. I'm absolutely thrilled to have one of my best friends, my absolute sister in comedy, in life, and in love, Carolina Teresa, join me to talk about the next episode of And Just Like That. We'll recap, we'll chat, we have Prosecco. It's, it's just a good time. It's a gorgeous time. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and I hope you're doing well. Mwah. Okay, happy new year. So sorry for the delay. It was impossible to actually record as I had intended with my great friend, Carolina Teresa, on New Year's Eve. I don't know why, and I feel like you maybe... No, I feel like you were down. I was like, I don't think we're going to end up doing it. Yeah. And I'm shocked that I didn't um, catch that. Yeah. No, I'm not shocked I didn't insist. We had a, we had a lot to catch up on. Mm-hmm. We were drinking. You've made food. Mm-hmm. We were not about to get into a a podcast. And this is better now because... We just watched it. We just watched it. It's New Year's Day. We're drinking champagne. Okay, you need more. And I feel like it is um, perfect to have just watched as we get into it, which is funny for me because... Oh, okay. Um, because I feel like we never, we never talked about Sex and the City. No, we don't, but I am a fan. I know. And I was thrilled to find that out. But I just had never talked to you about it. And you never were like, oh, my God. I feel like most of my friends who um, watch watch Sex and the City and love it are like, I want to do the tour. But I was thinking, I was like, well, it's because you grew up here. And I'm always wanting to talk to people who grew up here about Sex and the City. Because uh. what an insane thing to have happened. Like, my friend Stephanie grew up in the West Village. So she hated it. And made fun of it, whatever. Just watched it for the first time this year. But I feel like for you and like our age, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like we missed it a bit as we were like too young to start watching it when it happened. Mm -hmm. But I could see you being like, whatever, fuck the show. No. I live here. I think I never really cared about it until I was older, just out of like my interest. Yeah. I think I started watching it in college. That's yeah. usually the move. And I started watching it in college and I really liked it. I think I saw episodes of it before, but I was just like, eh, I don't know. I just didn't really understand it. I think I was just young. And I'm from here, but I'm from Queens. So like, I don't know. I just like didn't. Well, there's a few Queens. First of all, most of the show is shot in Queens. It's Silver Cup Studios. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And then like, there's always these shots of... um the Queensboro Bridge mm. in random times, like the Jazz Guy episode, they have the Queensboro Bridge. Like, there's all of these random times where I'm like, they're blatantly filming in Queens and like passing it off as, as like part of Manhattan, mm. <laughs> which is funny and like obviously no one gives a shit, but it's funny to uh, to see. Well, I'm excited to talk to you about it. What have you thought of the series so far? The reboot. I like the reboot. Okay, here's the thing. I didn't expect the reboot to be anything like the original show because it just could not. It could not. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. And the original show, when you look back at it, like, you can't do that no more. You can't say a lot of those yeah. things. And, I mean, to be honest, one of the biggest problems with that show is that everyone talks about how not diverse it is. Yeah. And it's so true. I mean, it was so void of diversity in every single way that it may which is true because there are groups of white women running around Manhattan who only hang out with other white women yes as we know yeah but it was just it was a little bit od and the only time they ever had a black man he was abusive oh my god well that like the the sister episode like with Samantha is it that's what you're talking about the guy no I'm talking about I think it was uh Miranda Oh, I forgot about the one that Samantha dated. Okay, but of course the guy that Samantha dated was like a rapper and then like all this other shit. And all Samantha did was have like a black set and an attitude and talk crazy to him. And then Miranda 
dated Blair Underwood. Yes. The, like, the most often casted, like, bad guy. Mm-hmm. A, like, bad black man. Right. And he was, like, crazy and abusive and, like, stalkery kind of. Was he? I'm, like, blanking he was on bad. that. Yes. The Knicks doctor? The Knicks okay, doctor. Okay, I'll have to revisit that. Yes, you that does sound familiar. Mm-hmm. I remember their breakup, but I do remember it's because Miranda got back with Steve. No, but... But Steve you're right, there like was shadiness before him. that. Yes, like yes, 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 yes. He was, like, she tried to work out with him. He that. wasn't trying to hear Yes, me. that's right. He was that's psycho, right. like, yelling at her. I mean, it was just, like... Yeah, honestly, that's a really hard part of it. And you see them trying to make up for it. And they have black writers. It's humiliating. So it's, the it's embarrassing. The last one. Yes, which is fantastic. I mean, to me, it does feel a bit, I don't know if you feel this, like, and just like that, we have black friends. Okay. It's like, I think that was going to be some of the obvious cringe. And it does. But I think that, like, a lot of, like, Charlotte trying to be friends with Nicole Ari Parker makes sense. Yeah. Because. And it seems her kids are in school. Welcome friendship, which I like. Mm-hmm. Like I was kind of worried they were gonna have them like be like kind of like ch- well, I guess with Miranda they are. I don't know. It's really it's embarrassing like, I think though, to be a fan of it sometimes. Just It's embarrassing, know. but then I think also though, like everyone's like Miranda's so cringe, Miranda's so cringe, but like that's very realistic. Like yeah. Miranda is a lady that exists in New York that lives in Brooklyn in Park Slope or fucking Cobble Hill or yeah. Greenpoint or whatever who has a brownstone and like that lady exists. 100%. And she was living in La La Land and then the pandemic happened and she was like, oh my God, black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that exists. And I think that Charlotte absolutely exists mm-hmm. in this world. 1000% that exists. Well, and like we were talking the other night, like I like how they're not trying to give Carrie no black friend. (laughs) I know. Here's like, I met my friends. I'm fine. I think, like, we were talking about the people, especially, I feel like, in Upper Manhattan, who are liberal, quote Mm -hmm. unquote, do not a lot in their everyday life to be that way, though they are ideologically liberal. Mm -hmm. It's not reflected generally in, like, their actual life. And then, after this period of time, they were directly confronted with it. And I feel like the last episode, like, the most cringe, I was literally, like, covering my mouth for, like, most of it. But... Which one? The oh, most the realistic. One where, yeah, where, where they had the dinner Charlotte party. Black friends. Yes. Yeah. It's like all of that is and the really thing that's to crazy watch. is that white people don't realize that they don't have black friends, but I always realize when they don't have black friends. I don't know how, but or yeah. and it don't bother you. It's like yeah, yeah. I know. Like we were talking, obviously not to. Naming names, but when your only black friend is a person you went to college with, and you don't talk like if you, you don't, don't really have black friends in like that. your city that you, ain't you got live no in. Black I'm talking about somebody that you call, somebody yeah. you speak to often, someone you trust. Yeah. If you don't have that, it's like. Mm. Well, it also sucks for you. It sucks for you, but also I don't trust you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. Fair. I know it's been cringe, and the the nine binaries of is cringe, and I feel like this episode they were kind of like throwing it to Charlotte a little bit to kind of redeem her for the last episode where I feel like, I don't know, I felt a little bit more for Charlotte in this one where it's like, okay, she's trying. She's trying to like understand her kid in whatever sense and like not be, and I don't think she's being like purely ignorant in the last episode, but I feel like in this episode they were like, okay, we have to make sure that she is a little more up to the task. (laughs) <laughs> you don't agree. I No, I do agree. I like Charlotte, though. Everyone hates on Charlotte, but I'm like, I actually like her. And I think she's like, she's always been very sweet, but not in a fake way. I don't think Charlotte's fake. But what I will say mm-hmm. is, I think it's very interesting, like, the choices that they're... Like, this whole show only really has Miranda and Charlotte doing the work. Carrie's kind of coasting. That's really true especially I mean just in general literally Carrie is like just coasting through life and not 
grieving it seems not grieving <laughs> which is kind of funny it's just like that man died and she was like and she's like i gotta get hip surgery she was like i gotta get hip surgery she was like um i'm gonna just cremate him and take him back to my old apartment and we're all set put him in the closet yeah exactly the wedding was gorgeous i mean not the wedding <laughs> the um the funeral. The funeral was gorgeous. I will thank say. God for these lesbians. Thank I know that was very old. New York, that was very old. Sex in the City. I know. It was like, and then you know what? But what I will say is, I do appreciate that Anthony is still Anthony, and while they need to do the work to make it more diverse, and they need to like talk about all these different like you know progressive topics, and I do think that that's good of them. Um, Anthony is still key Anthony. for them because everyone will forgive whatever the yeah. man says. Yeah, 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 yeah. When in the last episode he said, yeah, she said she was a dog or whatever. Like, I think that is a realistic conversation. And also, for whatever reason, Mario Cantone saying it is forgivable. And I think it's because and not I think the disservice it does is, you know, to the gay male community where we are able to make caricatures of gay men and let them, like, go off and say whatever for humor. True. I don't know how damaging that necessarily is. And but, whatever, but... Okay, I hear you on that. But, like, sometimes the truth is the truth. And the there's truth, truth in comedy. And he's mm-hmm. funny. And... Well, that isn't... He's That is an older gay man living, living uptown. I'm yes, just saying, 100%. like, he exists. And they are catty. And he is catty. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Yeah. It's fun. Well, let's get into this episode. I feel like this was the most, like, the closest vibe to the old series as we've gotten. Because it was funny. I think I laughed out loud a couple times. Mm-hmm. There was some crazy thing. Like, the the opening of, like, showing Carrie stairs was quite jarring for me because, as I mentioned, Silver Cup Studios was where Carrie's apartment was. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's not fucked up. It's like, her stairs are in the West Village, but they're supposed to be Upper East Side. They filmed in Queens. They have never once showed the stairs going up to her apartment. So when she grabbed that umbrella like a cane, I guess I just never thought about Carrie living in a three-story walk-up. As she would. But I guess that's not that big of a thing. I feel like that's me being nerdy about it. But that's kind of profound in the series to kind of give her the stairs. Mm -hmm. Whatever, you're not fascinated by that. No. Um, this is <laughs> also, obsessed. I am obsessed. You're so That obsessed. was crazy. That's a was crazy the, it thing. It was the stairs for you? That shook me to the core. And also like the angle that they were filming that apartment. I was like, is that even the old place? What is going on? Yeah. There are moments where it doesn't look like her old apartment. Like and when sh- they show like that room with the wallpaper, which I think is gorgeous. And now I'm obsessed with getting wallpaper. I want some in my bedroom. Don't do it. You Why? remember when I had that absolute manic break and I put that like what removable wallpaper on my bedroom like behind my bed. Do you remember that? I used to have it. It was like Did you take it down? Yeah, it was like leopards and like Hawaiian flowers. It looked like any bar in Soho like three years ago. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I was just <laughs> it was a peak pandemic and I was just like, okay, I'm putting this removable wallpaper up my wall. No, I and want it like a nice was horrible. One. I, want like I a don't classy. know that that exists. I don't Whatever. Well, no, I'm I'll sure maybe you, you can find it. it. Before I do it, I'll Don't show trust it to you. my judgment. I, I put the Hawaiian nice. leopard thing up. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, Melissa. Oh, you didn't say it was bad when I had it. Listen, you, you're very, <laughs> listen, you're a very eclectic woman. And I think <laughs> that, that when you do things, I think it's cute because I'm like, it's Melissa. And she's being eccentric. Yes. Thank you. That's sweet. That's sweet. That is absolutely the best way to do <laughs> Most people would think that's disgusting, but Melissa's just disgusting. being weird. No. <laughs> I didn't say that. That's, that's not sweet. what I said. No, I love that. Thing. No, Aww. I do. I'm like, well, you know, that's just Melissa. That's just how she likes things. I do like that. But I think also, like, like, we were saying, like, her moving back into that apartment is just weird her not grieving and then just moving back into her old apartment and just like not it's giving avoidance it's give okay yeah All but right. i'm also like not mad at it because like i don't know the way that new apartment her apartment with big was staged uh-huh. she's not gonna live in that that was the weirdest most freakishly beige whatever apartment and also like no but yeah, before haunted, haunted okay maybe haunted but before 
they came in, Seema came in and changed everything. That apartment was nice. It was yeah. nice. Yeah. I thought it was cute. It I was. thought like of course. When I get older, I want to have like, you know, I thought the decor was cute too. I liked it. It well, was a little it was Jake very and light, I had but... discussed, yeah, that and like the full blown like to me IKEA looking print of the Chrysler building in the kitchen. Like, what are you doing? Who that lives in New York for many, many years is going to put New York decor in their apartment? Would you put would you put a picture of the Chrysler building? Absolutely. In your (laughs) No, I wouldn't. But I don't know, maybe that was something big liked. Big would not like that. I don't know. He's an old finance guy who likes jazz. Or maybe, like, but honestly, when Jake and I discuss this, it is very Carrie at the end of the day and that she is corny in that way. But I also think she has better taste than that. I don't know. Whatever. Neither here nor there. It was, let's talk Seema, because Seema was giving absolute Samantha replacement in this episode. And when we met her, I wasn't thinking that. I was like, okay... This is a new friend, but it doesn't seem... It seems like everyone has been getting their own Samantha replacement, kind of. In, you know, Charlotte getting her friend at school. You know, Miranda. The yeah, but her friend leader. at school does not give me Samantha Samantha, vibes. but I'm just saying they're filling the space. They're giving them other friends, which I think they're is cool. other friends. And this was something I was talking to a friend about. I think Samantha always had other friends. Like, Absolutely. we didn't see them, but like... These girls, like, the clique was, like, mostly their life. Obviously, Carrie had other friends and whatever. Like, Miranda you know, people she obviously knew. Obviously, does people not they have knew. other friends. Exactly. But they're giving exactly. her a professor to kind of, like, connect with, which I thought right. is cute. Right. I think them, like, kind of becoming friends is nice. I'm just very hesitant on it because I feel like, realistically, the professor has to keep her. Of course. In real life. How do you real life, ever, the professor ever overcome that? Would have to be like, <sighs> Well, you know what it is? Because it's like, obviously, she's a well-intentioned person. The people who are the Mirandas are not bad people, per se. They're just a little tone deaf. Sure. And they're trying. Yeah. And so we're mad at them, but it's also like... But it's like, how much patience does one person have and need to give? Absolutely. I'm not saying that I... And to their student. Like, I don't know. It's weird. But... Ultimately, you know, Miranda talked to her about motherhood and whatever. So, like, maybe I thought that that was touching. That was touching. I did, too. And, like, it really sets up Miranda's storyline well. I feel like a lot of things have been getting kind of, like, muddled with Miranda because we're dealing with drinking problem, unhappy in her marriage, queer awakening, you know, all this shit going Mm -hmm. on for her. That it's like, okay, what's the actual storyline? But I think it was like kind of this like decisions thing. Sometimes I want to be a judge and come home to an empty house. Mm-hmm. Like this is so realistic. I liked when she talked about how she doesn't like her son because I don't like her son. I don't like her son either. And I would find it very hard to love him. Well, and you know what? Let's normalize parents sometimes not liking their kids and kids are allowed to not like their parents. I And agree. her son is trash. Yeah. Because you know that that person exists and they are trash. And he's so disrespectful to his mother. That is true. I'm just wondering why Miranda is just completely letting him do everything. Railroad her. And just like be so rude and nasty. And then that little girl that he has running around her house. Yeah. Ordering ordering on my Amazon account. Ordering your lube on my Amazon Amazon account. Like the brash like abrasive visual that miranda miranda and like to the extent where you're you're not even gonna tell your son like don't throw it in my face like i'm i'm how could she she was letting him bang up against the freaking wall bang that girl out up against the wall and her and her husband are like laying in the bed i know steve deaf can't hear well fine but you can backtrack from that I think, like, you can just be like, this has gone too far. Like, say something. you got to do something. And I get it. Like, I don't know what it's like to have grown up here. And, like, I know you did. Queen's different. Obviously, your family, not this vibe at all. And, I mean, she's in Brooklyn. I feel like people, 
It's not... I think they're trying to do a, like, New York City kid, like, line with between, like, really Charlotte's good... children and Miranda's children and whatever. But, like, I don't think it's landing with that one. It's It's not landing and it's also not it just doesn't make any sense also how are you gonna be mad at him for smoking weed you got so mad at him for smoking weed but you let him run but around the with fucking his... is fine i yeah i do not i don't understand it it just doesn't make... i would gladly rather my child be engaged in pot and when they keep calling it pot i know well and it's like pot and they're smoking regular flower weed in every indoor location you can imagine which is unrealistic realistically the, the girls in park slope have pens and edibles yeah yeah they you're exactly right they should have i mean i you guess know, they gotta the do the blowing hill are doing the shotgunning thing i mean the shotgunning thing is so it also, it's like, I remember when Miranda used to fuck, okay? Well, that's what I liked about And I remember when Miranda app. was a bad bitch, so her being so corny right now is like... Ugh. It's tough to watch, but, like, if you're watching a baby queer as an adult woman, is that what it's gonna give? No, 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 no. The sex scene was lit. Oh, no, I'm not talking about the sex scene. I'm talking about their conversations. Oh, I'm oh. talking about like when we're watching her, her laughing be corny. at everything. Oh, you're that... saying the sex scene was corny? No, no, no. The sex okay. scene was good, but I'm saying like just watching her be so corny and like laughing at all the jokes. I get not it. Jokes and they're not but, funny. Well, and, like, and maybe so that's fascinated poor writing. By Sarah Ramirez, who I think is fascinating, but just I can't. But that's get what it I'm saying, baby that, queer. But I can't get it out of my head that she's supposed to be funny, but every time she <laughs> sets herself up for a joke and says it. It's so not funny to well, me. Well, there's no comedians in the room. No, I don't think I there don't, are. Not that I. I mean, Samantha Irby's in there, but she's Samantha not Irby. a comedian. She's just funny. She's funny. Yeah. But I think they just needed to pull someone in, maybe not as a full writer for the show, but just for they these particular They should have tapped on just Tom's scenes. shoulder. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I don't know. It, it, those. I most of the scenes. I feel like texting just Tom being like. Um, call the manager. Tell I don't them they need know. You. I, the non-binary people that I've talked to about the show are obviously not into enthused. it. Of course, but that's why I feel like Jess could fix it for as sure. a writer. For sure. And I don't it's know. It's very preachy. It's very preachy. Very. And like, it's preachy in a this way that I the, don't like. I agree. The only way that I've defended the preachiness of it is... That maybe we are not the target demographic, and that and that's it is true. It's for, for the people educating who need to be people. Show. Bit of a love Simon. That's the, the stand-up special. Ciao. I know that was a TED talk. It was a TED talk. Ciao. Comedy concert. I mean, the yeah, it's that's love brutal. That's brutal. Okay, I don't know why everyone I'm just like does like not that. want. <laughs> you know, just inspirational speaking. Yeah, just motivated. That that is a motivational speech mm-hmm. at the end of the day the snaps like what it wasn't yes, even queen. like go off it wasn't even go off snaps it was like poetry reading snaps. Mm-hmm. it was so it was so bizarre but the sex scene was hot hot and like i think no one talks about this like cynthia nixon's sex scenes are the best like she kim cattrall does funny good. and like camp outrageous sex scenes like i'm thinking i'm getting the wrestler See, I'm getting, you know, all of those, the classic ones. But Cynthia Nixon will bring it in a way. And she did. And I know, like, everyone is like, oh, my God, the noises, blah, blah, blah. If you have not come at the hand of someone else in that long. I mean, oh, when was the last time I heard? Did she talk about her She did, and I'm blanking on the exact amount. But I think it was, like, a year or years. Years. Yes. See, now she I says not, it to Charlotte. And that's my thing with, I don't want to bring this up, but that's my thing with my husband. I'm like, bitch, we got to keep this marriage spicy, okay? Yeah. Because we're not going to end up old, washed up, yeah. no sex, laying in the bed, 
just watching TV. And I think it's more common than anyone it's talks so about. It's so common, and I'm like, that's not about to and be my future. And that's why Because I'm a horny bitch, and when important. I'm 50, I'm going to want to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you will. And But I feel like she, I mean, it's kind of sad, because I feel like women, I think as they get older, feel like they don't deserve sex, or they don't like want sex. No one's talking, I mean, Charlotte's not talking about sex, Samantha's not talking about sex. I mean, not Samantha, Carrie, this is the first time this episode where Carrie was like, oh, yeah, with the um, physical trainer. Well, that's why I was excited for the scene. And I think that Miranda has always been a sexual person, and that's what really has bothered me but also what i like about the way they're playing it where it's not some like major event it's the the passing of time okay but let me ask you a question do you see miranda getting her little heart broken of course the way that i see her little heart that's the only way this can end with che there's no way that they would be into she said all right now i'll see you when i see che is doing their community service and, like, I think is attracted to Miranda, but I think at the end of the day... But they don't want to be with Miranda, and I yeah. see Miranda being like, like, I'm in love. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm saying, baby queer, like, this is mm. going to be, like, a long road. And I hope that they do, like, see it through. I think at first I was kind of like, Ugh, are they doing this because, like, Cynthia Nixon's getting real life or whatever? Is... But I don't think uh-uh. so. And but when you look back at old Sex in the City, like, that character being at least a quarter gay makes more sense than anything in the who world. Who is her best friend? Carrie. Who believes bisexuality is not real. That's what I think. Like, uh, I think she probably would have explored if she had a more, like, open-minded... Like, think about how they treated Samantha when she did the Brazilian woman like they were like oh bisexuality is a halfway stop to gay town or whatever like it was so bad i don't remember that yeah there's a lot of lack of a acknowledgement of bisexuality so i think like i'm really stretching here but i'm saying like if that In character general, Cynthia, i mean had her queer, character had, yeah you know she, she wouldn't explore exactly yeah there's not really a space for that and i think it is difficult if you're not immersed in a queer community, how easy is it to really find women to hook up with? Or you know what I mean? Like mm. it's not like I don't. Or it's in that time, especially. In that like, time, I don't especially. Know. But I will say again, this is supposed to be New York City, and even then, I know, babe. listen, the girls of were course. out. Of course, you girls. want to, you want to, but I'm just saying, like. Miranda being career oriented, being distracted by Steve's mm. loser ass. She, she wasn't there. Now she is. I think a lot of women will see that storyline and grasp onto it. Even if, okay, so let's just talk the, you know, scene with Carrie, which is giving like fight at the vintage store about big like when you know Miranda gets after Carrie about you know going back to you and how many times is this going to happen like they do fight so well and so realistically and like they're so real with each other and Miranda finally getting to the point of like I hate my life I hate who I am I hate my marriage like how hard that is to admit oh like that part of me felt very... like that, but then the other part of me was like, how? And you and you said this it, to me. It was like, how could you be so unhappy and keep that a secret? Like, if I'm upset with the way that my morning went, I'm I, gonna well, you're tell everyone. Very expressive, and love that about you. You're lucky that you feel but that also, way. But why I... wasn't she? I don't know. I don't know. She just got so complacent. Well, it was also, scary. like, that's kind of her MO in a way. Like, she's not driving the narrative to be about her most of the time. Like, mm. she is a bit of a supporting character to Carrie in a lot of it. Like, obviously, she has her own storylines. Obviously, I love that. But, like, I don't know. We're not. Her as a character is not, like, I'm going to break out of this mold and explore. She's going with the flow. In general, She's though, I feel like if settling. I was unhappy, I would go to my husband. I would say, um, I'm unhappy. Well, they had this whole, if we're looking at the films and everything, they had the whole cheating scenario where they weren't fucking. Like, I think that's just kind of like 
where their relationship went to. And it's like, okay, you fixed this problem how many times? Is it ever going to actually it was Steve change? That cheated, right? Yeah, but and they weren't having sex before that, so it was kind of like, okay, we can justify Steve cheating because they weren't fucking or whatever. I think that's where that relationship goes, and that's why I like the way that they did this, and I kind mm. of like that they're not even showing Steve because it's kind of like irrelevant. It's I feel like you can fill in the the gaps. True, they're but eating I ice cream. They're going him. to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. growing and she's changing her career or like mm. pivoting in all these ways. He's deaf. Not that that's a reason that you you know lose interest in your marriage, but it's just like I feel like she's expanding in a way that like is not including. That's so him. funny. Yeah, I was talking on the phone with my cousin today because I think one of our like distant cousins, like not, nah, is very distant. Mm-hmm. He, it looks like he's getting a divorce. And I was just like, but we're so, he's like my age. I think he's maybe a year older or younger than me. And I'm just like, this is crazy. Yeah. They're young, like, they haven't married that long. Like, what happened to make them get divorced? And I also think that a lot of the people that I got married when, like, out of co- right out of college. Totally. And the people that got married, like, 26, you know, 24, 26, around there, mm. people are getting divorced. Yeah. And that's crazy because i just got married and i'm like why do people get married and miranda and steve being together makes me be like why did they get married but if you think about it why did they insist on being together well if we go back to the debbie and nick's doctor era like miranda pushed for it they were broken up i mean I always bring this up, but the only reason Brady was conceived was because Steve had the ball surgery and Miranda had sex with him out of, like, pity, in a sense. And she got knocked up. And they were not together, not together. Whatever. There there were so many on and off breakups in that relationship. But it was never... I'm ecstatic to be with him. Like, they had good phases, and, like, you know, when they were planning to get married, like, it was something they both wanted, and the wedding was beautiful. But if you remember, like, the wedding was also overtaken, I think, by what, Samantha getting cancer? I remembered why I brought up the distant cousin getting divorced. Mm -hmm. Because I was saying to my cousin Becky, who also just got, me and Becky got married the same year, Mm -hmm. and I was saying, like, what makes them get married and be married for such a short amount of time and then just, like, give up... But I will say I have a friend who got married like right out of college and I want to say maybe like four or five years ago she got divorced. But that's five years of trying to make it work. Yes. But I will say one of the reasons why was because she was like, I want to work out. I want to be in it. Like I want to like eat well. I want to like have fun. I want to travel. I want to like, you know, go out and see the world and he was not growing with her. Mm. He just wanted to like still be doing cocaina and he wanted to like, you know, just like still be like drinking way too much, but like not in a fun go out party way and then like stay home Mm. and do that kind of way. And like, he just was like real complacent in their relationship. He wasn't putting in the work in the bedroom. He wasn't like trying to get, and she's, she's getting cute, getting getting it together yeah okay and then i think i think i don't know if i don't know what he knows about like what happened with the life that she has started to live but she decided to live her life and i'm like if the men and obviously if people aren't putting in the effort if steve isn't putting in the effort of course but before i go and Everyone gives Steve a pass on that. Everyone always does. I'm not, I agree. I agree we shouldn't. I'm not giving Steve a pass for not putting in the effort. I'm saying if Steve don't put in the effort, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But I'm saying personally, I would go and say something to Steve. But that's never really been Steve to like whisk her off her feet and like be this like masking. He's kind of like, oh, I like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's never been giving like, I'm going to take you and... You know what I mean? Or maybe in some moments, but like, I don't know. I like to see this story told where it's like, it's not anyone's fault necessarily. It's not, you said it perfectly the other night. That's life. That is actual life. life. But I also, it's kind of Steve's fault a little bit. Fair. Yeah. He, He, 
I'm sorry. I do think that when it comes down to it, like, it takes two to tango. And you both got to be trying. It's her fault and his fault. Yeah. But it's Steve's fault a little bit more for me because I feel like if you're with somebody like Miranda, you should put in a little extra effort. Yeah. I mean, that it was always that way. It was always, like, if you remember, like, they had some of the most uncomfortable fights you can ever imagine. Do you remember when he needed a suit to go to her lawyer work party Mm, i think so and she's like let me buy the suit and he's like i'm gonna buy the fucking suit and i think they break up very soon after that that might be their Mm. first breakup where it's just like i don't know there's just like a lot of differences that i don't think those characters are capable of communicating enough to like work let me tell you something when people are different they need to communicate yeah and they need need to put in the work do you need a fucking therapist this is why i i like couples therapy sure but i will say i'll be disappointed if they get them a therapist and they end up together at the end of this no i hope but i would love to see like a nice therapy session just for like the episode of course would love to witness that but i really hope that Miranda does get out of this because like I think that's a she good message to send to people absolutely I like do doesn't think... matter how old you are whatever I mean like who the fuck am she's I she's gotta like... leave now and I think she knows that well that's what she said to Carrie Carrie was like what about that and she was like I don't want to stop doing that yeah I love that I love I that, love that. And I love that for her. And also, like, my thing is, I don't want to see her be too sad over Shay. Like, I low-key want to see her, like, get out there and, like, get yeah. on the apps and, like, start dating. Like, that would be fun. I agree. I think that would be very cool. And I could see them putting in the work to make that feel realistic and right for Miranda. Like, yeah, they could do it. And yeah, I'm happy to see one of the girls finally get some goddamn action. They haven't even yeah. given us like a Charlotte and Harry missionary scene. I know, but I What is going on? Like, my God. Um, I thought I wanna see Charlotte and Harry go to like a sex therapy retreat. Like, I feel like that could be really funny. That's a good opportunity. I don't think they need it. No, I think that but like I could see them. It being, like, a good opportunity for them, to, if we're, like, a funny moment of yeah. them, like, going to a sex retreat, like, a goop sex retreat. I love that. I want to go to a, on a goop sex retreat. I could absolutely see you on a goop sex retreat. Have you, have you seen the goop? And Hamidi just wanting to die. Absolutely. Um, oh, there is a goop sex retreat? There's a goop. No! There is, a, no, there is a, like, a TV show, her TV show, Gwyneth Paltrow's, like, TV show where she, like, it's great. It's amazing. You should really watch it. Oh my it's so God, interesting. It's I'm like not all these different couples that. and they go to a sex therapist and they really go through. Oh, it's that really, sounds good. I made Hamadeh watch that and he did not like it. Yeah. He thought it was stupid. And then literally the next day, I told you in therapy, my th- our therapist told us to face each other and hold hands and he was like. <laughs> Talking about eye contact with him was very funny. It's It's all hilarious to me. Okay, I feel like Watching Carrie have hip surgery was, like, jarring in some sense. Like, the scene where after she's out of surgery and the girls are, like, lifting her up, I feel like I was, like, somewhat emotional about it where I was just like, oh, my God, like, these girls that I've watched for so long and, like, Mm -hmm. this is where they're at. And, like, no matter kind of what happens on the show, I stand by it simply because I want to see these stories of women of this age and how fascinating. It's almost like a six feet under of sorts. I feel like I bring this up all I, the time. Where it's like you want to see characters that are created for you go as far as you possibly can. Like, leave me no mystery. I want to see them to the end. Well, I think it's interesting because we watched this show when we were in our early 20s and our 20s. And Don't talk we to me about how we're women. now the age. No, but I'm saying we watched these women go through these things that we were, like, either about to go through or we were, like, seeing our friends go through or, like, there's... As non-diverse as Sex and the City was, black people still, like, black women still... The experience is diverse, yeah. Yeah, the experience, we could still relate to it. So we're watching these women who are our age and, like, younger or, like, we can relate to them in that moment. And now we're adults 
we feel like, especially as millennials, we know that age is upon us. And now we're watching these same ladies be like wild and crazy and you still fuck. And we're like, that's me. And then we're like, oh shit, now she got to get hip surgery. And that humbles you because you're like, that could happen to me. I will have hip surgery. I will have hip surgery. I know. But I think it's important. I think the whole show is important because it's like, I don't want to hate getting old and I already hate the idea of getting old, but I don't want to be like that. I I don't want society to make me feel like I need to be a young, tight, skinny, beautiful, like, like bone thin woman who's just like no wrinkles on her face no nothing no this no that because like then they win yeah we need to normalize getting older and like being a bad bitch when you get older and like being sexual when you get older and like just getting older and not hating it yeah because right now i hate it and i don't want to hate it but i know i shouldn't but i still hate it i know i that was beautifully put this is beautifully put. I, I've gotten Botox twice now, and I love it. And oh, I, will I will say get for me, like I don't think we need to shame surgery in any way no, because no, no, no. I'm still... procedures are, you know, done for but ourselves, to clear, and to Melissa, shame that does saying... double, no, 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 double shame don't if it's do that surgery. I'm st- and I'm not saying I know, do I'm Botox. not saying you are. Okay, I'm, I'm just I'm saying I feel I think that's on me like I feel some sort of like feminist guilt about it mm. and where I'm like okay I'm playing into the system but also like my forehead drama goes back years and years and years so like uh, to me <laughs> this is freedom this is life this and is I'm freedom. it's for me and I'm gonna do it and that's feminism in itself so like if yeah. you figure out your own thing but yes I don't want to buy into this like oh I'm now irrelevant when I'm this age and whatever and like how many actual series or whatever are about for women of this age that everyone actually gives a shit about it took like this whole year decades of narrative for Mm -hmm. us to like invest in these characters to care about them at this age and I hope that like you know obviously I feel like it's either like young and hot or like old and funny and they're like kind of hitting this middle area yeah. that like we haven't really given a shit but about. But also before. what I will say is I do think that with our generation the idea of like plastic surgery or like facials and like self-care I don't associate botox or filler or like these to me those are like your everyday self-care like regular small we have things. to stand all of that because shaming us for that is then just doubling down but on... our generation is I, all of my friends are doing it yeah all of my friends are getting botox they're all getting i don't necessarily think that's i know that it is realistically it might have something to do with like aging like age shaming or whatever but i think it's well, also, I'm also just, like now i have the money to do it kind of now i have the money to do it kind of and also it's like let me live. That's more for me than it is for like one thousand percent. One thousand percent. There's and a line where I like have shaming to draw. people for like body changes that they choose is fucked up to me. It's kind of like when Adele lost weight and everyone's yeah. like, he's so mad at her for losing weight. It completely and it was like, fucked. <laughs> completely. That is her goddamn body. Like, girl, and I'm a fat girl. And, and I was like, does good your for opinion Adele. mean anything? I like, was like, la hi, Adele. La hi, Adele. Good for you, Good babe. for you, hon. You know what I mean? Mm. And I, I'm still fat, girl. And maybe one day I'll Listen. get skinny like Adele, but if I don't, I'll be fine. Let her live. Live your life. <gasps> I know. Well, and that's what pisses me off. To. Adele was never speaking out for fat people anyways. Well, because I don't think she saw that as her defining characteristic. Absolutely I think not. she was living as a full person as everyone should do. She was like, I'm going to give you these vocals. Shut up. Yes. And it makes me a little bit like actually really pissed when people are talking about um Kristen Davis's Charlotte's filler which obviously you know maybe a bit over for a second but first of all I think I've talked about this on the pod before a woman in the upper east side at this time is, is gonna be filler. overfilled yes exactly and if you look at Kristen Stewart and any of the promotional stuff it has settled and she looks fabulous so shut the fuck up mm. she was probably really oh I'm gonna do this fucking show again yeah I'm I better to get a fucking needle well, when me like, and you yes. come back from Guatemala and I my filler's a little botched nobody better not with our sub our subtle BBLs I feel like my I'm gonna get really massive gonna tits us. I'm excited 
No, I know. I think we should. I know. I'm like, should I wait and get it in Guatemala? I'm we'll see. Just we'll see. see. I'm gonna see. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think what else we have to talk about on the show. Um, I just really liked all of the Samantha texts. All of the Samantha stuff in general this episode. Don't look at Guatemala stuff right now. When she pulls up those texts, and this is what I want more of, because I think the main focus of the show should be the the breakup with Samantha. Like, to me, that is the... Besides, I guess actual death is more traumatic, but, like, to lose a friend of that many years, that is a, a massive... That is a death of sorts. It is. And I think that, like, we're... Like, obviously, you have to get on with your life, but I think we're not seeing enough of the grief on that front either. To be honest, I feel like I'm seeing more grief about Samantha, Samantha than, than I am big, about big. for sure. Which but I'm, I'm like still not enough. Yeah. And when she like, you know, first of all, being, you know, on the pod on painkillers, loved and the only watchable podcast episode or podcast scene I would say. Yeah. Um and you know, going into that story and I love when they give us bits from the old series and you can like be like mm. um and then the texts were just incredibly written. One of my finest hours. Mm. It's just like, yes. And I'm like, give us the character in any way that you can. If it can only be through texts or like letters yeah. of communication, like that has to be established. Or like, give us more of the fight. It can't just have been business. Like, I'm so, I feel like I'm a fucking broken record. I talk about this every episode, but I'm just like, if you're going to go that route, like, Okay, so Go there. But what, what do you think it was if it wasn't just business? I'm saying create it. Oh, you're saying create it. I thought you knew. Yes. No, I mean, I want them to go further, like, in every aspect possible. Like, I just want... I was thinking about something. Let me see if I wrote it down. I was like, this is something else that I want them to do. I'm literally just, like, coming... Whatever. I'll talk about it the next episode. But I just feel that, like... I don't know. It's raining so hard. It's, I, it has to be showing up on the recording. I'm not going anywhere. This is crazy. You better sleep over. I am, and this song comes get me in. I get in. it. I also had to Google what diverticulitis was. Oh, I knew what that was because I thought that I had it, but I didn't. I also just want to, like, you know, the being there for Carrie, like, Obviously, it's a tough time, and then like the surgery on top of that. But it's just like yes, and I want, I love that this show, like in a very New York way, like highlights chosen family, highlights like being mm. there as friends. Like, doesn't matter if your husband's there or not. Like, I feel like even if Big was alive, those girls would have been taking care of her at the hospital. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it was just like really and I like classic. That Stanford left, and they were like, okay, Stanford left. We have to. Oh, the solo Anthony, Anthony lunch. Yes. Yeah. We have yeah. to bring him in because he's going to be sad because his man left him. That's a, that's an aspect I didn't think about. Charlotte literally said it. Charlotte said, well, we have to include him because I don't want him to feel left out or something like that. Okay, yeah. You're Everyone right. Needs to, you know what? I think the reason why I like have really taken up to defend for Charlotte is because people keep trying to say that I'm a Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. And for a very long that. time, I denied it, but... The scene when she cried at the funeral home was when I was Absolutely. like, I may be a Charlotte yeah. in this sense. And not even in a bad way. Like, I think that you have, like, traditional aspects, but are also, like, no, open-minded I'm- and a good friend. And, like, as we see in this episode, like, I think this highlights Charlotte's open-mindedness. And she's a gatherer. She's like, let me gather my it, people yes, together. Yes, and definitely. And, like... Charlotte really could have made the rock situation way worse. about her yeah. and she didn't like even in the way or in, I kind of agree when you were like why is she mad at the school versus like the child the child with which whatever I mean it's a child and I feel like the school maybe shouldn't assume that, or that they should touch base I think the real uh misstep here was making that TikTok so terrible. 
the they child. They TikTok so terrible, but realistically, for me, the child I is of the age child, group where they're good at TikTok. Yeah, and it was like you rapping, and it was so bad. Was so and bad. I feel like I would have been like, first of all, you look a fool. Second of all. <laughs> Second of all, if you decide something, you don't post it on TikTok and then tell me I should have been yeah. watching your TikTok. And I, I hope that they do have that scene. We've kind of skated over like the really hard conversations with Charlotte and Rock because I want to see Charlotte be like this, you know, and I wanna this see, is painful I see and I Asian, support I you. See, and I want to see what's the Asian daughter's name? Um, Lily. I want to see Lily say some shit. Lily's had four lines, but I also see- has completely murdered Big. <laughs> I mean, fun. yeah, she did murder Big. But first of all, here's what we will say about Lily. Lily looks good. Her outfits are always very cute. She's giving baby Charlotte. Yeah. She's giving baby Charlotte. But I'm like, come on, Lily. You got to have something to say. You got to have something I to say. I hope they give her something. Give her something to say. Yeah. My God. Yeah. I know, and I feel like I was devastated with the the, the outcome of the Stanford abrupt storyline, and I hope that the Anthony, I know, I know, and the Anthony is absolutely giving, and I think they mm. do realize that they need four people at a lunch. Three is just absolutely unwatchable. And um, Mario Cantone's a fucking pro. So I think it'll it'll continue. Well, any final thoughts? We didn't talk about the the actual. I guess Miranda ordering the book and everything, uh, making a Negroni. I knew mid-day. she ordered that. Yeah, I knew I she ordered too, that because I order shit all the time when I'm drunk. Accidentally, yes. Well, that is the true red flag: is how many of these behaviors we exhibit. Mm-hmm. But the Negroni McDay and you know getting absolutely wasted on tequila. I well, was like, I okay, this is Honestly, I want to get to a point where I can just make cocktails in the middle of the day for fun. But would sure? But like, would you regularly? Like, I think she she knows she knows something's off. That's not going to be a regular occurrence. Midday. What are you reading? Literally not reading anything. I was okay. looking at a video. Well, we're wrapping up anyway. Oh, that's cute. <sighs> All right. Well, I guess we should plug Hose with Feelings. Coming back soon. Coming back soon, hopefully. Ugh. We're trying to get in touch with our new producer. We'll yeah. figure it out. We'll figure it out. But we have back. we have four-ish episodes we locked and loaded. And I feel like we could record more whenever you want. Yeah. I'm up. I'm up there. Get some new guests. Yeah. Well, thank you for chatting. This is very fun. Are we going to go downstairs and have more champagne and cheesecake? Oh. The rain. I know. Well, no one needs to listen to this. All right. (laughs) Another episode coming to you next week. I hope you have a gorgeous, gorgeous beginning of the new year. I hope that you were well, especially if you were in a particularly COVID-infested area. If you are not, be safe. Mm -hmm. Be safe either way. I know. I'm sorry about that. Mm -hmm. Um, love you so much. Talk to you next week. Mwah.